everyone, and welcome to Soccer 101. My name is Joe Lowry, and on this episode, we're going to talk about some of the most powerful figures in soccer. That's right, we're here to talk about agents. More specifically, we're here to talk about super agents. Just to clarify up front, super agents aren't just agents who wear their underwear on the outside of their pants. They also don't have awesome superhero names like Captain Transfer or The Negotiator, although that would be really, really cool. No, a super agent is just a regular person like you and me, but they're a regular person with an incredible amount of influence on the business side of modern soccer. Before we get too far ahead of ourselves, I think it's important to define what an agent is. So strap in, everybody. It's time for Agent 101. Yes, there will be a quiz. What's an agent? Well, in soccer, a basic definition of an agent is someone who represents a player and negotiates things on the player's behalf. Most often, the big business moves that agents make have to do with transfers. You could also toss endorsement deals into the category of big business moves, but I'm going to keep our focus on transfers, since those tend to impact the soccer world in a deeper way than Michael Bradley signing a deal with Puma. It's not that I don't love Puma's forever faster line of boots, but actually, you know what? I don't need to justify my actions here. I'm the one teaching this class. Let's carry on. Agents act as intermediaries. They're the links between players and clubs. They're also the negotiators responsible for trying to get the best deal on behalf of their client and themselves. It's in the agent's best interest to try to maximize their client's income because they'll usually get a cut of whatever is being negotiated. An agent could earn a set percentage of a player's income, or they could earn a percentage of the transfer fee that takes a player from club A to club B. The concept of an agent isn't complicated, right? If you're a player, it's probably a good idea to have a skilled negotiator do the dirty work for you and maximize your future income and your future income potential. If you're an agent and you've got the right connections with players and clubs, you can make a pretty penny. It's not easy to get to that point, but if you do, you're in a nice spot. If you're a club, it might sound like dealing with agents would only make your life more difficult. In some situations, that's absolutely true. Sometimes transfers can get derailed by agents. Sometimes more than one agent or agency tries to get involved with the same player or the same transfer. In those cases, things can get too complicated for clubs, and they'll stop pursuing a player and go find a simpler deal with a comparable player. Other times, though, an agent can be an asset for a club. Clubs with smaller budgets that don't have the time and manpower to go out and scout players will often work directly with agents to get a list of players who might fit their current needs. Clubs with smaller budgets that don't have the time and manpower to go out and scout players will often work directly with agents to get a list of players who might fit their current needs. This happens a lot in American soccer right now. If there's anyone listening in the distant future, right now is 2021. Yeah, person in the future, that's right, you're listening to a COVID-19 era podcast on your iPhone 30 with your AirPod Pro Max Elites. What a blast from the past this must be for you. Anyway, because American soccer's infrastructure is still very much in the development phase, clubs will have agents suggest players to them instead of actually going out or going online and looking for players themselves. Working with trusted agents saves time and money, even if it takes some of the precision out of player scouting and acquisition. Okay, I was bluffing about that whole quiz thing earlier. I'm just going to recap Agent 101 for you. Agents are intermediaries that link players and clubs, and they can benefit both players and clubs. That's all well and good, Joe, you say, but I was promised some discussion of super agents. This is your lucky day because that's exactly where we're headed next. 
But first, I want to remind you about Stereo and our show on the Stereo app. If you haven't checked it out, the Stereo app has thousands of live social conversations with a wide range of genres, including news, comedy, sports, and much, much more. You can choose whether to be a co-host, participate as a guest, or simply listen in on these exclusive conversations. Every Thursday evening, members of the Soccer 101 and Total Soccer Show squad are on the Stereo app, which you can download on your phone. On our Stereo shows, we talk about Soccer 101 episodes just like this one, answer your listener questions, and talk about suspicious-looking packages filled with loaves of bread. It's tons of fun, and we'd love to have you join us. After you download the Stereo app, you can find me at Joe Lowry, you can find Ryan at Ryan Bailey, and you can find Taylor at Rockwell TSS. Follow us and check out our Thursday live shows if you like a good time. Now, back to Super Agents. Super Agents are the 1% of agents. Super Agent is just a made-up term, but the idea behind it is very real. They're the small group of people working sometimes behind the scenes and other times very, very much in the light of day to put pen to paper on some of the biggest transfers in the soccer world. It's no secret that transfer deals have taken more of a backseat over the past year. The coronavirus pandemic has cut the budgets of clubs all over the world, or at least it's made them more hesitant to splash the amount of cash that they've been splashing in the recent past. Despite the damage done to the soccer economy and the subsequent damage done to the pocketbooks of most agents out there, super agents are still thriving. Let me give you an example. In 2020's summer transfer window, Manchester City bought Portuguese centre-back Ruben Diaz from Benfica for $80 million. In a separate deal, Benfica bought Nicolas Otamendi from Manchester City for $18 million. Both teams got what they wanted. Man City got a young, talented centre-back who could bolster Pep Guardiola's defensive core, and they got some decent cash for a centre-back that they didn't have a whole lot of use for anymore. On the other end of things, Benfica sold a player that they developed in their youth academy for a huge profit and replaced him in their starting 11 in one fell swoop. Those two moves were technically separate transactions, but they worked together in perfect harmony, as if they were being orchestrated by a conductor. As it turns out, they were. Allow me to introduce super agent George Mendez, aka George the Conductor Mendez. Yeah, yeah, I know what I said before about super agents not actually having cool superhero names, but I just came up with that one for Mendez, and I actually kind of like it. George Mendez is one of the super agents. Like, if there was a soccer agent version of the Avengers that was focused on acquiring fat stacks of cash instead of protecting the world, Mendez would be like Iron Man or Thor or Captain America. Mendez represents some of the biggest names in the sport. Cristiano Ronaldo, check. James Rodriguez, check. Jose Mourinho, check. There are a bunch of others, too, including but not limited to David De Gea, Diego Costa, Thiago Silva, Radamel Falcao, and Haldi Maria and Joao Felix. Mendes has the Portuguese superstar market on lock, and has used his connections in Portugal and abroad to become one of the highest-profile agents in soccer, and really one of the highest-profile agents in any sport. Mendes' first-ever deal as an agent came back in 1996, when he helped goalkeeper Nuno Espirito Santo make the move from a Portuguese club to Deportivo de la Coruña in Spain. Nuno and Mendes apparently met in a bar where Mendes was working at the time. Fast forward about 20 years, and Mendes was helping Nuno again, but in a different capacity. Nuno the player had retired, but Nuno the manager was very much active. Mendes helped Nuno get the Wolverhampton Wanderers job in 2017, 
and then helped Nuno and the rest of the decision makers at Wolves snag Portuguese player after Portuguese player. Mendes' company, Gestafuta, has helped broker deals that sent Ruben Neves, Rui Patricio, Pedro Neto, Nelson Semedo, Fabio Silva, and a handful of other players to Wolverhampton. If supplying a club with enough players to create a standalone George Mendes starting 11 doesn't qualify you to be a super agent, then I don't know what does. I've gotten us a little sidetracked at this point from the Ruben Diaz, Nico Otamendi transfer example that I was giving earlier, but I hope that the background info on Mendes is helpful in understanding the sheer amount of power that this guy wields in soccer. When Mendes helped Ruben Diaz move from Benfica to Manchester City, he got Man City what they wanted, got Benfica what they wanted, and got himself a nice cut of the $80 million transfer fee. Then when he helped Benfica fill their newly created hole in central defense, he got himself a cut of the Otamendi deal too. Mendez used his influence to create a sort of closed transfer market, where the money moves from one club to another, but through his pockets first. How did Mendez become a super agent? Or how does anyone get into that 1% of agents? It all starts with representing one player, then representing a couple more, then you might help one player move from club A to club B, and maybe get a little chummy with each club's sporting director along the way. Then the cycle repeats, your network expands, and you increase your influence. We still have plenty more ground to cover on agents, but first, I wanted to let you know that this episode of Soccer 101 is brought to you by HelloFresh. With HelloFresh, you get fresh, pre-measured ingredients and mouth-watering seasonal recipes delivered right to your door. HelloFresh lets you skip those trips to the grocery store and makes home cooking easy, fun, and affordable. And that's why it's America's number one meal kit. HelloFresh helps me save time and cuts down on my stress levels by offering convenient, contact-free delivery right to my doorstep. HelloFresh's Easy Eats offering has tons of quick and easy meal solutions like oven-ready and 10-20 to minute meals, which are perfect for my busy schedule. HelloFresh isn't just out here saving people time and reducing stress, they're also giving back. Now more than ever, HelloFresh is committed to making sure that fresh, delicious food is available to as many people as possible. They donated over 4 million meals to charity in 2020, and now they're stepping up food donations to local communities during the pandemic. I love HelloFresh. The recipes are delicious. You've got to try their balsamic fig sirloin. It's one of HelloFresh's gourmet recipes, and it is fantastic. It is absolutely one of my favorites. Not only do I get to enjoy wonderful food with HelloFresh, but I get to enjoy peace of mind knowing that it won't take me ages to cook dinner at the end of a long day. It's perfect. So, if you want to try HelloFresh for yourself, go to HelloFresh.com slash 12Soccer and use the code 12Soccer, that's the number 12 and then soccer, for 12 free meals, including free shipping. Again, go to HelloFresh.com slash 12Soccer and use code 12Soccer for 12 free meals, including free shipping. Thank you very much to HelloFresh, America's number one meal kit, for sponsoring this episode of Soccer 101. Now, let's get back to the world of super agents. In his 20-ish years working as an agent, George Mendez has created his own transfer ecosystem, consistently moving players between a small group of clubs where he is particularly well-connected. Wolves is one of the Mendez clubs, Porto is another, Benfica, Atletico Madrid, and Monaco are regulars as well. As Barney Ronay pointed out in a piece for The Guardian in 2020, Falcao, who is a Mendez player, has played for Porto, Atletico Madrid, and Monaco. Diogo Jota, another Mendes player, has played for Atletico Madrid, Porto, and Wolves. 
James Rodriguez has played for Porto and Monaco, among other clubs. I mean, the list goes on and on. Mendez is calculated with his movements. Atletico Madrid CEO Miguel Angel Gil has been quoted as saying that Mendez sets up his chessboard to move pieces to different clubs. Pipo Russo, who literally wrote the book, or at least a book, on Mendez, said that Mendez doesn't just work in the market. He creates the market. In 2017, the president of Portuguese club Rio Ave told Rory Smith in the New York Times that, quote, working with Mendez gives clubs like ours access to better players than we might otherwise be able to have. There is no club in Portugal who does not want to work with him, unquote. George Mendez is a super agent, meaning that he agents in ways that so few agents are able to agent, collecting commissions and brokering deals left and right, and sometimes even doing deals involving players that he's not even affiliated with. Mendez has used his connections so well that those connections have grown up, met some nice connections, settled down, and had beautiful little connection babies. Super agents like Mendez have been largely unfazed by the recent hit to the soccer economy because, well, they are the soccer economy. You know, the United States Postal Service has a creed that I think really applies here. The USPS says that neither snow, nor rain, nor heat, nor gloom of night stays these couriers from the swift completion of their appointed rounds. I'd like to amend that creed slightly and say that neither snow, nor rain, nor heat, nor economic disaster stays super agents from the completion of multi-million dollar transfer deals. Mendez isn't the only super agent out there. Jonathan Barnett's company, The Stellar Group, represents Jack Grealish, Eduardo Camavinga, Mason Mount, Serginho Dest, and a host of other players. According to a Forbes article in 2017, Barnett has negotiated more than $1.28 billion in active contracts and transfer fees. That number made him the most powerful agent in the world in any sport at that time. Mino Raiola is another top agent. Raiola's had beef with multiple Manchester United managers and represents Paul Pogba, Zlatan, Lukaku, Mkhitaryan, and a sizable group of other superstars. Super agents like Raiola, Barnett, and Mendes are the 1%. If a major player is moving from one high-profile European club to another, there's a really good chance that a super agent is going to have their fingerprints all over that deal. The agents themselves are obviously down with that. Clubs that have good relationships with those agents are down with that. But FIFA might not be so down with that. At the end of 2020, reports came out that FIFA is getting ready to impose some tougher regulations on agents. Paul McInnes wrote in The Guardian that according to a first draft of regulations expected to come into effect next year, an agent will be able to represent only a player or a selling club or a buying club in conducting a transfer, in most situations at least. Why the change in regulations? Well, FIFA appears to be concerned that some agents are getting a bit too powerful. In 2019, agent fees reached $653 million, a figure that was four times higher than in 2015. Insider Sports Law's Peter Critchley wrote in a recent article that, quote, FIFA has grown concerned at the scope for abuse by unscrupulous actors, unquote. Is unscrupulous actors code for certain super agents? Quite possibly. For every Wolverhampton Wanderers, there's a team at the bottom of the Premier League table that's not too happy about George Mendez's chummy relationship with the decision-makers at Wolves. On top of the restrictions that limit how many parties an agent can represent in a single negotiation, FIFA is also trying to create a commission cap that would limit the amount of money an agent can collect from any one deal. These regulations are designed to simplify the role of agents and make sure that they aren't becoming too involved in multiple sides of a single transaction. 
FIFA, not unlike Thanos, apparently want to restore balance to the Agent universe by limiting conflicts of interest and getting commissions back down to the levels of previous years. With these new regulations potentially coming into effect for the 2021-2022 season, it seems like Super Agents will be impacted just like the rest of the Agent world. But man, with FIFA, you never know if regulations will, you know, actually regulate stuff. It's hard to know for sure, but if the last 20 years are any indication, super agents are going to continue to thrive even if they have to operate under tighter regulations. When another Portuguese youngster moves to the Premier League, or when Jack Grealish moves to Man City for $200 million a year from now, you won't be able to look up towards the sky and see the agent equivalent of the bat signal slowly fading, but you will know exactly who's responsible for brokering that deal. It'll be a super agent. Thank you very much for listening to this episode of Soccer 101, and thank you very much to Stereo, who hosts our weekly live shows every Thursday evening right there on the Stereo app. Stereo is the app for live social conversations, and we want to talk directly with you, our listeners. You can join our show, ask questions about anything and everything soccer-related, or even about things that aren't soccer-related. If you've got a question about me or Taylor or Ryan, or whoever is alongside one of us on our Stereo show, don't hesitate to fire away. We want to hear whatever you've got to say. Download the Stereo app now and join us live this Thursday evening. There'll be a link to that show in the description. Thank you again for listening. I'm Joe Lowry. Until next time.